But today is going to be a great morning. Uh, I can't wait to hear everyone's stories from this last week. I heard a little bit and a little bit, but they all had time yesterday afternoon to reflect, um, and I wasn't with them. <laughs> I wasn't reflecting. I was, I think I was sleeping. I think so. It's been a long week. It's been a good week. Um, but be- be- before we start, let's just uh, watch just a quick recap video or highlights video from this last week. Let me just open up for us in prayer. We thank you, God, again for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, that you are holy. You are holy. You are holy. You are faithful. You are our rock. You are our redeemer. You are the one who we can can build on. You are a faithful God. You are a generous God. We bring again, Lord God, we bring honor and glory to your name. Everything that you are doing, for everything that you are preparing within us and around us, Lord Jesus. Because we know your son will return soon. You want us to be ready. Lord, with this, this, um, this, this service today as well, where we all will share about our week, we pray, Lord, that it will have impact, not just in the hearts of our church here, but everyone around us in this area, in this city, in this nation, that they will see your faithfulness. And that what we share, Lord, will ignite in the hearts of people a new hunger for you and your work. May everything we do, Lord God, draw people closer to you, honor you. Amen. Hey, our God is faithful, huh? Yes. Now, we had a really, really awesome week um, this last week. If, If you see someone today that looks tired and sunburned, it might have been one of those that went on the trip. It was rather hot up there. It's, uh, it's not your normal heat. I think we, we had some 36, 37 sometimes and rather humid days. Um, and it wasn't 8 to 5. It was more 7-Eleven. You know that shop, the 7-Eleven? It was one of those days. But, um, but before we start again, I just... Uh, we saw some p- pictures now there on the slideshow, but I just again want to thank our church here, our family here. Again, without you, this would not have been possible. Um, it was a, m- a massive uh, effort. Um, we had a massive week, and the support and the, the, the prayers of, of everyone here is, is that which that pulled us through. Um, and we will hear more, <laughs> much more about it soon. Um, this, this week has also been a rather uh, eventful week. I, I, I believe it's, we're in a, a, a time as well in the spirit where there's a, a phase that we, we, we're ending a, a season and we're stepping into a new one. And with that, with that big beginning of an, an, a new one, we, we all know, well, not all of us, but those with children, <laughs> you know, you get birth pains. 
So it was e eventful week. There, there was a few birth pains along the way, a few hiccups. But even with that, we achieved so much more than we bargained for. And that just shows again that no matter what, the Lord can use what we have. If our heart is right, he can use it for good, for his kingdom. Um, then, yeah, I just made a few things. If you notes, then I'm going to pull the team up. We're talking about the new seasons. So it was interesting. We, we do two matriches a year. So the first one we did was in May. And when we, we left here that May, Monday, we left and it was like, a, also it was a full moon and a, 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 not a moon eclipse. What do you call it? The eclipse of the moon. Something like that. Huh? A lunar eclipse. So it's not a moon eclipse, but lunar is moon. Hey. But anyway, so it's, it's, it's interesting that between that and now when we left again, it was again full moons. So between the two seasons, um, and I believe that there's something that the Lord wants to speak to us as well as a church here and a, ch a church over there about stepping into that new season. So what I said to um, Romanus, what was interesting is that for us now as a church, we're in a, a season where we lose our building house, but they gain one. And now they, they with that, they feel, okay, cool, now we've helped them. How can they now help us again to pray for us and look after us? And, and, and we ask them every day, hey, Pastor Johanna, Daddy, <laughs> he called me Daddy. I'm not that old, but he calls me Daddy. Daddy, tell me what can I pray? What must I tell the people? What can we pray for our family in Winter? So through the years from 2019 when we met them the first time until now, I believe as well, we went from being friends with them and getting to know them, but now we're all a family. So we all, it's, it's one, it's a church. It's not their church and our church. It's we're one church, we're a family. And, and I love that we can see it that way because the, the, the family is, is most important in hard times. Um, if you have a healthy family, those are the ones that help you, lift you up again. So it's awesome that they also see it like that, that we're a, a family um, yes, I just want to check one more thing here, and then I'm going to call the team up. Before I, I, I call the team, I just want you to know, and for, and for everyone here as well, that each one that sits here today made a massive sacrifice this last week to be there. Not just financial, but also things back home with friends, family work that got them left behind. Um, and also in the week, it wasn't your normal, it wasn't a normal outreach. It was a very physical, heavy one. I think men and women, everyone that went, their, their hands got a bit 
how can I put it, dirty, huh? cemented, full of cement. I still, my hand still looks like cement and feels like it. Is. So it was very intense, the, 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 the physical side and the spiritual side because with the actual house that we built, um, we also did with them a very intense liberating truths course. One that we do here in eight weeks, we did the same one three days. So it was intense. They, they learned a lot, but I believe also we learned so, so much from them. The, the, the things that they sh- sh- shared with us, I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> we learned so much from them because they, they really, they stepped out in faith. Um, they, they create a new, they created also a new hunger in us. I, I'm going to call the team to share what they've seen there, learned there, and I, I trust it also impact your hearts. All right, so the first one, Sam, can you come up? I'm going to get a microphone. Morning. Hi, everyone. Can I close my eyes? Got so many things. Okay, wait. Let me just get up here. So, um, Samantha, I called you up first because I also see you. She can't wait to share. She's got a lot to share. But I said to them, only seven minutes. So we'll see if that happens. But uh, welcome, Sam. And um, tell me, what did you. Learn this week, experience this week, and yeah, please share your story. Awesome. Okay. Oh, it never gets easier. My <laughs> heart is pounding. But I know all of you, most of you, we have a few new people, so that's always amazing. But I also warned Pastor Johannes that um, I'm going to maybe answer one of his questions, but ah. in that one answer, I'll actually give feedback on all three. So... Yeah, let me, let, me, let me start. So just to let you guys know, it, it's got a role in, in my feedback or my testimony of this week. Don't know how many of you are familiar or aware that I'm a very proud godmother, Piet Mama, for two amazing kids. So they live in Swakopmund, and once a month I go there to visit them. And every time I need to drive back to Vintuk, I, I have a sadness in my heart. That's normal. We are all allowed to, to feel a bit sad. Um, so, of course, it is because I need to say goodbye, wait another month before I get to see them again. And yesterday, when we drove back, I had that same feeling of sadness but excitement as well, because cannot wait to go. We are blessed to, to do two, two outreaches a year. So excitement, but also feeling sadness. As Pastor Johannes said yesterday when we got home, be, before 8 o'clock, I already fell asleep. I was so tired. Apparently, I won the reward for sleeping the, the most in the car back home. But I really tried to stay awake. <laughs> Every time I look at myself in the mirror, my eyes were red. So... Thank you, Jesus, that I also had a good night rest. But going to bed, um, I, I pray to God and ask, there's so many things we can share. You saw the photos. We were busy praying, teaching, um, 
building our house. It was amazing. And this morning when I, when I woke up, I had a song in my heart. But not any song. Jock sang a song, yeah, um, I think a month and a half back, Where's the Love? So I thought to myself, irritated a bit, no man, why do I have this song in my heart? <laughs> and, and for an hour, I, wake up, I woke up at four, four to five. I just, I read my Bible and asked the, um, the Lord to, to show me what stood out most for me. What does he want to share with you guys? So I went to sleep again at five. So five to 5.30, woke up again, still the same song in my heart. And it's getting closer to church and I asked the Lord, okay, so something in love. I, I went to my Bible and at the back I have a few references and um, let me sh just, this one has also got a story. I'm not here with two Bibles. Just hold on for me. Okay, so this is quite a lengthy passage, but I want you guys to listen. 1 Corinthians 13. So this stood out to me, and I just, I almost cried. So excited for what, what the Lord showed to me this week, meant to me. So um, 1 Corinthians 13 says, Though I speak with tongues of men, um, sorry man, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have a, the gift, let me just, of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods, to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits nothing. Love suffers, all, love, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy, love does not parade itself, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquities, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. My mouth is dry now. Okay. So, it goes on. Almost done. Love never fails. But whether they are... Let me turn a page. So, love never fails. But whether they are... Prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there are, is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke like as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put my child, childish things... Mm, Wait, where am I now? I put my childish things. Okay, quickly. For now we see in, sorry, everyone, in a mirror, dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of 
these is love. I brought this one because a month ago, I never used this Bible. It's Afrikaans. I read easier in English. So Marissa, about a month ago, Pastor Marissa had a verse. And when I opened, I had a little note for myself. I don't even know when I wrote this. It says, Samantha, did you learn how to love? I don't remember what Marissa, what passage she actually read for us, but it is in Afrikaans. Johannes 15, verse 12. Dit is my gebod, dat jylle mekaar moet lief hee, net soos ek jylle lief gehad het. So I assume that's why I wrote myself this little note. So why am I telling you all of this? Because what I saw this week was nothing else but love. We all have stories. We are all like onions. We need to layer for layer for layer as we grow, as we trust, as, as we yeah, love one another. We share part of ourselves. And I, I shared part of myself in the giving message, Marissa, also so to, um, also about giving, but more the gift of, of nothing but having a, a full spirit. And that is exactly what, what I experienced. Um, what, what we saw with, with the sisters there, we had a lot of time to, to spend in the Word. There was a few people that we got to see again after the first outreach we did together. And it was like coming home. I can't explain to you guys how it felt like. We saw in the women, the men as well, but we saw in the women how they gained trust. They, they, they started to trust us. Um, small things like um, the, we know there's, there's the scarcity of, of food, but when they pluck something from the tree, uh, uh, fruit, they will share it with us. It, it was amazing. They would hug us. Um, they would laugh with us. And, and I, uh, that's what stood out for me so much is, is that it's, it's, not, it's, it's a unity. We are one. Um, we saw it in the end as well. Uh, the hunger they have to actually pray for us. They want to know, what can we pray for you? <laughs> not only what can we pray for them, but what can we pray for you? And, yeah, God blessed me to also see my friend again, Patricia, from the first outreach. And on the last day on Friday... Yes, I was sh so shocked, but it was like a sister. I, it, yo, my heart was full. So, so that's what God also teach me. That's what stood out was that, that love. We can be kilometers apart. We can be different races. It doesn't matter. There was, between the men and the women as well, high-fiving, laughing. Yeah, Wow. So why would I, would I want everybody to, to also go there? It's easy. You need to go and meet your brother and sister. You need to go and meet your mother and father. We are all, Pastor, Pastor Romanus and, and his wonderful wife, they are also our spiritual parents in the Vundu, just as they call Pastor Marissa mother and Pastor Johannes father. That's actually in such respect for, for them. So that's why I would encourage everybody to, to go and meet your brother and sisters. That's, yeah. How long did I take? <laughs> it was eight minutes. 
eight minutes. Yeah, it was eight minutes. Thanks, Samantha. Thank you. Thanks, Samantha. Next, um, I'm going to call up Don. Donald. That I own Don. <laughs> morning, morning. So, uh, Don, um, I, told him, I told him something, he just looked at me and then he laughed. But, but I said, like, we, we, we normally, we have a, a, a time, a cutoff time for people that come on an outreach so that we can organize and plan. And we got a latecomer. <laughs> he came late. He came late, but, but he came on time. Because, just in time, just in time. Because why the Lord had something also installed for him and through what he had to, to experience himself, but also what he had um, to, to bring to the people in the Vundu. So I'm not going to say much. Um, I'm just going to ask Don, Don, how was it? What did you learn? What did you experience? Um, he doesn't want to have seven minutes, but you only have. There you go. No, I don't, I don't want seven minutes. <laughs> um, it was a very emotional and spiritual journey. Um, I really did battle with it spiritually. But the, the Lord opens up many doors. Amen. Um, this morning, I uh, stood in my room and, and I remembered just a, a few things. There's, there's too much to talk about in seven minutes. But he delivers us. He delivers us. I can't. I can't. Here. 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 That's fine. Don't eat it. No, don't eat it. The people up there I found are, are so humble. Um, they've got a completely different life compared to what we have here. We saw children walking with 25 liter drums of water from the age of five years old on their heads to take water home. We open up a tap and we get water. We are so blessed here and we don't know how blessed we are. But yet at the same time, I found love, dedication, truth in, in who they are and believers of God. I'm so humble, so humble. Um, it was actually quite frightening uh, to, to see it. We took to them, I mean, I learned so much in, in the week. Not only did we work physically hard, um, my God. If I'd known that, I would have gone to gym for another couple of weeks or something. My back was never the same. <laughs> but what a, what a blessing. Um, the Lord just showed me what a blessing from, and, and again, Pastor Johannes said this morning, if it wasn't for the church here, if it wasn't for every one of you here, we would have not been able to bless them as we have blessed them. We didn't just bless them with a physical uh, new home and a, and, a, and a church, but we blessed them in spirit. We blessed them in love. We blessed them in kindness and gentleness. We blessed them in the Holy Spirit. And I, I found so many, so many things that the Lord... Um, just in, in the whole week, he, he gave me this morning, as, as I was here this morning, he gave me a word. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Um, a word of prophecy. Um, he, said, he said to me, 
for all, all of us that do not know. In the whole week, we took them on the spiritual, spiritual walk for a week, which Johannes said we'd take eight weeks to do, and we did in three days. Uh, it was an emotional, physical stretch, um, even though we had some great brides in the evening, but it was, it was tired brides. Amen. Um, in, in the week, we, we started off with the Father Heart of God, and then we went through, through everything in the week from deliverance to, to dynamics to healing to, to just giving of ourselves that they, that they learn and touch everything in the Word of God that, that can move them um, in a new church, in a new environment. But um, forgiveness and, and belief, everything that we, that we need to show them and guide them of being a strong Christian in God. But the Lord showed me this morning, he said to me, everything that you sacrifice of yourself, everything that you do in a blessing for the Lord, he says, he shall make a table where all the enemies are sitting around the table of the Lord. And you are sitting with him. And in that sitting with him, what you bring to the table, you bring forgiveness. You bring deliverance. You bring healing. You bring faith. You bring restoration. Whatever you bring to his table, he will multiply. Amen. He will multiply. We took with us faith from our church to build them something that they did not have. In faith they stood, and it was multiplied. We multiply everything through faith. I've never seen faith there in many, many years. It actually broke me. I, I, I sat at the, at the back most of the time, and I said to, to our, our, our fellow group and everybody, I said, guys, I just sit at the back and aghail. I cry, and the Lord, that, that the people there have nothing, and yet they have faith the size of mountains. And it, and it humbles us that, that if I had half their faith, it, it would be surprising. And uh, you recommend someone to go? Why or why not? I, I recommend that in, in, in your growth as a, as a Christian child, to be able to go up and give of oneself, one needs to humble yourself before the Lord. But I believe that if you do go, and when you go, the Father will increase all that you give in all aspects of your life. He will touch you, He will bless you, He will guide you, and He will strengthen you. But you must go. It says in the Word, go out and make disciples of all men. It is in His Word. You need to go. You need to make it at least once. Do it. It is absolutely breathtaking. All right. Thank you, Don. So there's, there's something I loved about Don. Although he was a latecomer, I'm just going to, that word just sticks in my head, latecomer. Um, we, we may think he was late because... We had our times, but the Lord did not think he was late. It was on the Lord's timing because he knew there was, there was something special that he wants to do in his life. And like I said, also with a wisdom that he has, 
what he can share with the, the, the people there. And there's so many of the men, um, because all the men, I'm sorry, Don, all the men were younger than you. <laughs> Age. Um, but because of that, they, they learned so much from him. Like he had extra wisdom that us, the younger men, do not have yet. So we can all learn from each other. So, so thank you for that. Um, next up, William. <laughs> he said it all. So um, I, last time we went, we, we introduced him as, as our own tall giant, our in-house giant. But I think this week you'll see as well, he, he may look sh shorter because he, he grafted him this week. Um, many of the pictures you'll see him with something in his hand, a pick or a shovel or a wheel, a, a barrow or cement or rocks or something. So he worked the soles of his feet, but he's back in church this morning. So donkey William. <laughs> awesome. So uh, can you share with us um, something you've, you've learned, you picked up there? Yeah. And, and what you, why did you go? Why did you learn? Do you recommend someone to come? <laughs> okay, so for me, it's, this was the second time that I've gone up to the wounded now. And the first time around, we met all these people. We saw Romanes, we met them there. And so for me, this was amazing going up the second time to see how this family has grown, but also to see how we as a church have grown. Um, each of us as well, Jack, me. But I saw everyone. So I've been here since January now, and how much I've grown as a person as well with everybody around me. So taking that up there and then having met them before and getting there now, then you see where they were and where they are now. So it's, it's from day to night. Uh, uh, they have also grown. Like Don said, the faith that they've got is, is like mountains compared to what we've got. We've, we are so privileged, so we kind of forget of the things that the Lord provides us on a daily basis because you open a tap and the water is there. They've, they've got to carry it for two kilometers on their head. Um, and like you said, five-year-old kids with 20-liter buckets. So it's just crazy. But for me, personally, in, in every session that we did, I did liberating in the beginning of this year, and we basically did liberating again. So even though you were um, giving the classes, you were sitting there and Jack was doing um, depression. And then you look back at yourself and it's like, and where were you and where are you now? So you absolutely see the growth that you have also done in your life or where you have not grown in your life. So you can reflect back on that. So that was amazing for me to sit there and just sponge of each and everybody here as well but also from them um i could sit with romanas under a tree like you guys saw in the pictures and we can sit there and we can joke but i can learn from him the wisdom that they've got 
um, the knowledge they've got of their Bible. Um, you can sit there and we can all, some days we just sat there and they were teaching us. So it was amazing sitting in those groups and just hearing their stories. Um, and then everything that we did there, all they, they just really felt so grateful for it. Um, so every little thing, even a piece of paper you give them, how wonderfully they accept it. They are so thankful for that. A little word that you give it here or there, um, the jokes that you make with them, they are so humble and they just want so, so much more. And yeah, I think we were challenged a lot. Um, for everything that we broke down in spirit there, the devil went some other route to try to distract us. But yeah, we had a massive intercession team on this side that prayed us through all of it. Amen. Um, and if, if it wasn't for them, guys, we wouldn't have made it. <laughs> so I want to give thanks to you guys as well that, that prayed for us while we were up there. We had injuries. Jack nearly cut his legs off the first day. Um, so, yeah, he was going on like a sissy girl there. But okay. He just needed hugs every time. He just, I'm hurt today. It's a little scratch, but it's a deep one, but it's a scratch. It's, I told him it's only a flesh wound. Just hug him every day. He's sorted. So, yeah, so we had our challenges. Um, so from day one throughout the week, we had our challenges. But the intercession team really kept us up there. They kept us uh, alive. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that showed us as well how much we as a church have grown. That it's not just the six that's in that car, but it's the 50 that's sitting here. Um, and that, for me, this is the church. Not a building, and I know we, we're looking for a building now, and I just want to say this to everybody that's sitting here today, that this is the church. We, we're not a building, and we are definitely going to move wherever the Lord moves us. Even if we sit in a park and preach, we're going to sit in a park and preach. Amen. Why would you need to move? Well, I reckon... The church needs to move. <laughs> so, so everyone needs to go on outreach because the church needs to move. Amen. So, guys, yeah, no, absolutely. If we've grown as a family and each and every one of us. The clo every time from the first outreach, we grew as a family. Then the, this time around, we were a different team and we grew as a family. And every time our welcoming team, we grow as a family. The coffee team, we all grow as a family. So... This is this definitely, if you want to grow with this church, then you've got to go on outreach because you need to learn who's your brothers and sisters. We need each other. Thank you. Thank you, William. <clears throat> we said a few awesome th th things now that, that we are a church that moves. And I know it's not always uh, possible for, for everyone to to on an outreach, um, but that's okay because why the Lord made us a, a family, we're a body, so we've got hands, we've got feet, we've got eyes and heads and everything else. We need the senders and we need the people that go, and in, in, in that sense, we are still a family, we still move, although we're not all there, we, we're here and we're there at the same time, so we still move. I'm just one thing, Don, he said something about 
opening up a wallet tab and then we sort it and up there not. The same with William, he said he talked about the on the water tap. So just just a short thing. Um when you build a house, a physical house, you need water to, to, to put on the floor, the cement. And up to I think up to this Sunday, everything was organized. There would have been a water a pipe from a, a nearby school and everything. So things would go hunky dory as you do. And um, there was some then some issues within the the, the community and the people that actually supplied the water to the school that would supply the water to the the community they just, just decided that the water on the school grounds only for the school so they cut the water from everyone in the community so that made things a little bit interesting on our first. Uh, so that's where our team and their team initially had to um, graft to mix a lot of that cement that you saw there a lot with hands and the shovels and broken wheel barrows and to pull that through thick sand. Who knows warm, soft sand? Everything gets stuck. Your four by four gets stuck. Now just think about a little wheel like that. So they pulled it through there, but they help each other lift up wheel barrows, and we had to go drive far to get water. There was no water, so brought water. You saw there a big a, a tank that we needed to, to fill up, which takes hours. Water goes slowly, drip, drip, drip. Um, team that pulled it off. So that was really, really, really amazing, and we did it. Yeah. So that's just the water part. Anyway, um, next jockey. Jack. They call him Jack. Jack is back. Uh -uh. Amen. Pasta. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think it was the first day. I I looked like a living sacrifice mm. when. Uh, when the sink platter cut my legs. And you know, God humbled me so much to, to, to understand that even though I'm weak in my body, mm -hmm. His power is made perfect in our weaknesses. And, and this week, I've, I've got such an excitement and a joy in my heart to have seen my Father mm. as the God of the impossible. Amen. Such an excitement that I walk with him every day. God of the impossible. Now, I got a scripture before, before the outreach that what is impossible with man is possible with God. And it's like that first day, God tells me, you know, it is not just only words. Now you will see what I say. You will see what I say. It's not just empty words. Sure. And I remember... <laughs> Me and Don, thanks brother, we're praying together for a lady and she was in a motor accident. She had pain from the head to her toes. So full body pain. And uh, say, Father, I want to see you do the impossible. I re remember, um, almost I, I almost say, said Daddy Romanus. <laughs> but... Uh, he said one thing in one of the sessions that 
got stuck in my head, and that is that God wants to restore to the original. When there's healing, God wants to restore, heal to the original. That is what I prayed for this lady. Me and Don were praying. I say, Father, I command this pain to leave this body and restore this body to the original. That is what Jesus did. He healed this woman. No more pain. Why do we doubt when he says he's the God of the impossible? And then uh, a quick last testimony. I still have seven minutes. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we thought it was finished. Um, oh, I thought it was finished, the, the ministry time. And then Marissa came and said, uh, there's two ladies coming from the neighboring village. They also need prayer for, uh, pray, pray for healing. And so those two ladies came, and the two ladies' name is Maria and Lydia, two biblical names. Wow. So uh, we, we started praying for them. Now Lydia had some kind of pain in the hip and uh, because she carried firewood. And <laughs> we're praying for them, everything. Better. But there's still something bothering, bothering us. There, there must be more. I remember Marissa said to us if they've been to the witch doctor, asking all these things, asked, do, they, do they know Jesus? Yeah, they know Jesus, and later the translators say they don't know Jesus. And uh, so Marissa went and um, to pick up a baby or, or something. And I thought now, now is my now I it is a start of a, of a woman's ministry, because I'm I'm here with with two ladies. Lord, what do I do? And uh, you know, leading them to Jesus. But there was still something bothering me about. Lydia, she couldn't really look you in the eyes and look depressed. I remember I was sharing on, on depression, the spirit of heaviness. And I asked, I asked her, are you depressed? She said, every day. But I say, good news. You just accepted Jesus. Now you are a daughter of the king. Not just a daughter, you've got authority. So you're going to pray after me, you and mommy. You're going to pray after me, and you're going to rebuke the spirit of heaviness out of your life. And that is what happened. They prayed after me, and I asked him, how do you feel? We feel so free. You can't fake freedom. He's cut off the impossible, friends. We need to stop doubting. What is impossible for us is possible for him. And why do I recommend you to come? The pride place. Now, that was one of my motivations to, 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 to get through the fruit of the day. Yeah, we love the pride place. That is one of the reasons, but the main reason is on an outreach is a catalyst for your faith. Your faith will grow like a wildfire. <laughs> it's a catalyst for your faith. Because you know what? Faith does not grow in the comfort zone. It grows when you step out. Say, God, I'm standing in front of a person now that is full of pain. You need to do something because you are God of the impossible. Amen. Amen. Sure. Thank you, Josh.
That's, um, that's a, again, Jacques, he said now a few things that, and, and I really hope you, you picked up on what he said. And two big things is, as a believer in Christ, you do have authority. Not you may have or you want to have or one day you will think about it. You do have it already and you can use that and you must use that because that's what Jesus said. It's a command, use your authority heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, go out, chuck out the demons, um, chase them back to wherever they come from, not to waterless places, get them out of Namibia. <laughs> um, but we all have it, and there's something that happens when we use that authority, when we speak with it. When we speak it, we use it, the Lord also stirs our faith, He builds our faith. It's not just you say something and it happens. He, he truly builds your faith and it can only happen when you physically apply it. We have to step out and use our authority. Um, thank you, Jock. Next, uh, Lauren, I'm gonna ask you to come and, and share something as well. She was part of our intercession team. Um, the things that we do on outreach as well, we truly need as much prayer as, as we can, and we had a, a phenomenal team that prayed for us. They sent through morning, afternoon, evenings, they sent through what they saw in the Spirit and, and what they believe that the Lord wants us to be aware of or focus on, um, so they were really, really an amazing team. Hi, everyone. Yeah, so at the beginning of the week, I was a bit of a grumpy pants because I had serious FOMO. I wanted to be with the team and because the last trip was just so incredibly amazing. Um, but before the team went, the Lord really showed me how they were, he was going to use the team to build physical foundations, um, but not just physical, also in the spirit. So he was using the team to build a church there in spirit by, yeah, building capacity into the people there and into the leaders there. Um, so, so that was quite amazing to see. And I thought, okay, yes, we're praying and our prayers are carrying them. Um, and then over the weekend, I reflected each and every single one of those prayers that we all put out there on the group um, and also what we um, experienced in the spirit, the words that the Lord gave us. I think every single one of those prayers were really answered. So... And then I thought like, okay, well, even though we can't always go on an outreach and we can't always be there in person, I think in this new phase, it's also, or as we step and go into a new season, it's so incredibly important to remember that God is using us to build and sow into a church, our church, our community, back home and also up there in Dibfundu. So yeah, that's just really what I wanted to leave with you all is that if we can't always be there physically, because you know circumstances don't always allow us to go, um, God is using us every single day. Um, and I think we just need to remember that He's using us to build co community. He's building us. Uh, he's using us to build love, to sow love. Um, so yeah, that's just really what I wanted to share with everyone. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Marissa. 
Johannes is looking nervous because he's like, she's not going to stick to seven minutes. I will, be, I will be submissive and obedient this morning. Six minutes. You're awesome. I don't actually also know where to start, but I think the team really shared everything that, that I also wanted to share. And I said to Johannes when we were actually driving back, I think what impacted me the most, so there's many things we can share. There were so many, uh, you know, testimonies of the teachings and the prayers, like Jock shared a bit of it. We really saw a lot of... Um, you know, physical healings. We prayed for uh, older tunnies. There were two sisters also. They were a bit older, um, and they both had different pains and aches in their bodies, but all healed, completely healed, all pain gone. Um, but not just that, in, you know, in the teaching sessions, they were so responsive and, you know, shared and opened up. And we did uh, the same way we do Liberating Truths here. You teach a bit, and then you go into your groups, and you share. And the men were sitting outside under the tree, and they shared after se every session. And the girls, uh, we stayed behind in a nice, cooler church building. <laughs> and what was so beautiful, it was Sam and I with the ladies, and as Sam also shared, it was beautiful to, to look at their Bibles and think, okay, you know, it's highlighted, it's underlined. They had their own notebooks, even though Don blessed them all with a little notebook and a pen. They already had their own notebooks as well. They came to this week hungry. There were people from other villages that came that camped at Romanus' site for the whole week because they were waiting for us to come and teach. And I think as, as all the team testified as well, I think we were the ones being taught. We were really the ones being taught. And I think Don also mentioned the humbleness. I think what stood out for me is like I felt God, God has done another layer of humbling in us, in all of us. A humbleness of realizing that it's, it's never about you. It's never even about your church and what you think you represent or what you think you have or what you think you want to go and give. It's about God's agenda of what he wants to do. And it's about the individual person every single time. And so, you know, we saw healing. We saw, um, you know, even just mindsets and strongholds being broken. We saw some deliverance happening, you know, of things like depression, of things like fear. We saw many people being set free from fear. Um, and the last morning, I think, really stood out for me. It was the last morning that we finished all of our teaching, if you will, um, and they started worship. And I think I said earlier, there was no sound yeah, there were no instruments. They, they have a keyboard, but they didn't use any of that. It was just voices. And I haven't experienced the Holy Spirit so tangibly in a very, very, very long time. And ek was a gemor. Like I was just bawling. And I, I had to also, we all had to share, what we had to share our testimonies. And from, I think Sam was first. And from the moment she started speaking, I was crying. I cried through Williams. I cried through Jogs. I cried through Don's story. I cried through even Romanus. Um, Johannes asked Pastor Romanus to also share. And he shared the story of how he met Johannes and how, you know, our relationship started. I cried through that. And um, it was a mess. It was a mess. I see a type And, but, oh yeah. I waited till the end for the waterworks. <laughs> but yes, see, the year at my And I was reminded again as I was watching the team particularly share their testimonies. I was reminded of how much growth God has done even in our church. You know, and I was so proud. I said to them, I felt like a mother hen watching children. And I see the growth in them. I hear it in their stories. I see what God is doing to them on the outreach. 
Yes, maar kom eens af en nou, dit was net amazing geweest. And then to watch all of them. Then Johannes said, okay, we want them to go and stand in front of their own church. And he said to the team, stand in front of them. And now we're going to prophesy over them. And we're going to bless them. And we're going to pray for them. And then the thickness of the Holy Spirit's presence came over that place. And you could see them just crying. And people were sharing words. Don were blessing and Jog was prophesying. William was releasing. Sam was releasing words over them. And, yo, it was just powerful. And that's when I also realized I've been on, you know, we've been two and a half years. We've been walking a journey with Pastor Romanus and, and his wife, Balgrina, and the family. But this time was different. It was like Sam said, now you, now you can see relationships are being built. Uh, we are family. Um, there is something bigger that God is doing. There is a bigger agenda here than just us as a church going on an outreach. And what was beautiful to me also is we've got a few videos that we will show in the weeks to come. We just didn't have all the time to edit. Johannes had so for the rekenaar gesit gisteraan. I mean, to build a house, like there's lots of testimonies we can share about the details of how all the details of all the things that came together. Om a cement slab and a dag te lay. I've never seen the guys work so hard. And I just want to, William, I think I just want to honor you. I honor the, the whole team. I honor everyone that participated. But can I tell you how much work William personally had put in to prepare for this trip with Johannes for weeks before? They were talking about the size of the house, the this, the that, the elements, the material, um, you know, using his car for the outreach and losing a car window at the end, um, you know, all those kind of things. And William, we just want to honor you. We want to say thank you. Like that inspired my faith. Nothing we can give is, is too much for the kingdom. And um, we'll show you more of the video testimonies as well in the, in the weeks to come. But can I say one last thing? I think what also blessed me is when, when we did some of these interviews and we said to the ladies, I wanted to record some videos of the women to show at our women's morning. And Belgrina, who, you know, she's Pastor Ronis' wife. And, and we've really grown in our relationship, even though we struggle to communicate. We always need a translator um, because she doesn't speak English that well. Um, but she started the video off and she said, my name is Balgrina, I'm your mother from Devundu. Hmm. Oh, I said to Jock, we were recording it, I said, that just broke me, that is so powerful. And so we are really, really excited for all of you to get to know them better um, as we share testimonies and as we continue our work. This is a much bigger vision um, that Johannes has on his heart and that, you know, a journey that we will walk together with them and as a church. Um, and we want you to know that they are really praying for us, they are really praying for you. Um, they called us aside individually as well to literally ask, how can we pray for you? What do we pray for? Um, so just know that they love you, even though they haven't yet met you. Um, and we feel the same about them. Amen. 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 Okay. And um, just something also now that you said, and our, our whole team actually um, testified of that as well is we may not be a, a large church but we, we're still a young church we're still new we're still in are we calling it or something like that we're still new two years um so we still we, we're picking up but what we've seen within our team and within our church is just the, the spiritual depth that's there for the Lord, it's not about numbers, numbers, numbers. Numbers means nothing. It's about the depth of, of where you are in your own walk with God. And, and um, so we've, we've seen it here. We've not just by seeing it. It's everything 
us as a church here did for this whole trip to make it possible. If, if it was a, a shallow church, it would not have happened. But everyone, they chipped in in whichever way. And, and this last few years as well, we actually, we, we could see also the growth in the church in Devundu. Just how they share, what they speak, how they do things that for, uh, for them as well, that hunger is there and that hunger creates a spiritual depth that makes them solid in their community. And with that, because they do things differently, because there's a kingdom culture being built, they do get a fair bit of physical and spiritual resistance in, in, in the area, in the community. Um, it's truly, it's, it's hard for them to to, um, to fully do church as we do it because people actually come to them and tell them they should leave church, must go somewhere else. They don't want it there in their communities. Because when you bring in the light, man, it stirs the darkness. There's a lot around them. People do not like to see, sure, but this totally rejected community how do they now receive help? How do they, what's happening here that they go, actually, they go forward. Things are happening. Some heaviness in that area is lifting. And it, 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 it causes lots of jealousy there. So, but because they now have that spiritual depth, they are beginning to see as well in that sense that the Lord will never leave them. The Lord will never them. He will make them strong. He will stay with them. And his church will be established there. They are there for a reason, for such a time as this. So we love that. Amen. All right. Um, did you want to say something, Reno? Three minutes. Three minutes. Is it, is it about last week's, last time's? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Three minutes. Okay, cool. Okay, now, during the week, I just read the passage, and the passage stirred me. Like, what does this passage mean? And when I sat here and everybody gave their testimony, I just realized that that is the passage that the Lord gave me that I must share with you guys. That was just a, um, it wasn't just a thing that you had to go. It's something that God planned ahead of time. And the passage is Ecclesiastes 3. A time for everything is the headline. There is a season, a time appointed for everything, and a time for every delight, an event or purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to research and a time to give up loss. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear apart and a time to sew together. A time to keep silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What profit is there for the worker from that in which he labors? 
I have seen the task which God has given to the sons of men with which to company themselves. And that just tells me again that God has a time and a season. And sometimes, like Lauren also said, we can't always go. We can't always go and outreach at because of circumstances. But I believe that the Lord is busy planning something in this church, even with a new building and stuff. And I just thought that everybody's testimony compared to this. And that the time you guys put in wasn't just for nothing. God really had the purpose for your address that week. And I just want to share that. Thank you, Reno. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Thank you. So the Lord is stirring. He's doing things. He's doing things. So I'm not going to keep you much longer. Um, just one last thing I'll share and then, then we can have a great Sunday and I think our team that went this week, they want to go home and get some more sleep. Or first a bra and then sleep. Yeah. It was just amazing that, um, that we did on the last day, the last morning, we concluded like Marissa said, we asked the whole church to come and stand in front and we went to stand in the seats and and we, we all had an opportunity to ask the Lord what he sees over the church. And then we just spoke life over them. And I believe um, for us as well as a church, we'll, we'll talk to you guys more in the next few weeks. But this, this, this season that we are, are, are stepping in, we will have to make prayer so much more a, a priority of our, of our church. And, and we will see if we can, on some Sunday afternoons or in the evenings, come here as a church and just pray before God for the next season that he'll move us into. Because it's going to be exciting times. He's about to do something big. Amen. Amen. So I hope this morning stirred you. I hope it, it stirred your heart a lot and it stirred your faith like you know that you know you're serving a faithful God. It's not just something we say, it actually is. Amen? Let's pray. Let us pray. We thank you, Lord, again for this amazing morning, Lord God. We thank you for testimonies. We thank you, Lord God, that testimonies draws out the faith within us. It draws out the faith within ourselves because it helps us remember your good works within our lives. But it also stirs up Lord God, those around us, those who have similar stories. We thank you, Lord, that iron can sharpen iron. Thank you, Lord, that your testimony of who you are are within us because your Holy Spirit is within us. Your Holy Spirit within us testifies to you Abba Father, you are our God. You are our God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Father and Holy Spirit. May what we receive today, Lord God, through the sharing, may that move us. May that blow off the ash from the hot coals within us. May it ignite a fire within our lives, Lord Jesus. May it give us 
boldness to go and step out into what you have called us to do. And I pray, Lord, to you, and I thank you for our church community. I thank you for their faithfulness that we are a, a, a generous church, that we are a strong church, that we are a church with depth. I thank you for that, Lord Jesus, for your grace on everyone here. Pray that you will bless everyone today and the rest of this week. And we can't wait to come together and worship you again next Sunday. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, guys.